Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Saturday, October the 15th of the 28th week of the year. Our reading this morning continues through the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 12, verses 8 through 12. Luke, chapter 12, verses 8 through 12. And as this liturgical year is coming to an end, and we move ever closer to the end of the liturgical year, which is, of course, the Feast of Christ the King, and then we move into the four short but intense weeks of the season of Advent leading up to Christmas and into the new year. And our readings this morning have taken on, not only this morning, but during the past several weeks, and certainly as we continue to go toward the Feast of Christ the King at the end of November, it takes on a sense of urgency and also a sense of realism in terms of living the Christian life. And this realism involves the reality that those who truly walk the path of discipleship and following Jesus uh, can expect persecution, rejection, and opposition by the world. The world being perhaps even within our own family, family members, uh, as well as our close friends and associates, those people that we meet every day. The world is in opposition ever more so to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, and to the gospel, and to the authentic teachings of the church. The world is understood as all of those forces under that God allows, under the rule of Satan, to be in opposition to the kingdom of God. And there is this constant battle that we face every day in our own earthly pilgrimage and the struggles that we face in living faithfully in following Christ. And so Jesus tells the disciples in this morning's gospel reading, and he's speaking to us as well. I tell you, whoever acknowledges me before others, the Son of Man will acknowledge before the angels of God. Whoever acknowledges me. In other words, we don't keep it a secret we don't kind of lock ourselves in our rooms and we never let our faith cross our lips in public, especially when we are uh, involved in perhaps discussions about issues having to do with faith and morals. We tend to either be silent or say, well, we don't want to talk about that. That only leads to controversy and so on. And so we kind of swallow the truth. We keep our lamp under a bushel basket. We put our faith locked away within us, and we don't live and share that faith. Well, if we don't live and share the faith in our daily lives, we are doing a great disservice to others because we are not providing them with the opportunity to think about, to experience the presence of God through us, because we are called by our baptism to be those daily witnesses 
to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and the truth of the gospel. And we are turning our backs on our vocation, our calling, to be living, visible disciples of Christ. And Jesus says, but the man who disowns me in the presence of others will be disowned before the angels of God. And then Jesus says something very interesting. He says, anyone who speaks against the Son of Man will be forgiven. The Son of Man is that great figure that comes and brings the world to an end. And in the sense, in the real sense, in the truest of sense, Jesus is the Son of Man because the old world is dying because Jesus is bringing the new covenant that will take place through his death and resurrection on the cross. He says, but whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. What is this blasphemy against the Holy Spirit? It is the closing of our whole being to the truth about Jesus Christ that we receive through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. It is the refusal to walk in the truth, to believe the truth, to share the truth. And God never forces us. God doesn't coerce us. God doesn't take away our freedom. But if we freely and persistently deny the truth about Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, it is we who have closed ourselves off, we who have denied, we who have turned away, it's not God. That is the burden and the blessing of freedom. And God does not take our freedom away. And finally, he says, for when you believe uh, rulers and those in the synagogue, and those in authority, they will haul you before them to give an answer. They will persecute you. But do not be afraid. The Holy Spirit will teach you at that moment all that should be said. We need not be afraid to profess our faith, to live our faith in our daily lives. Be not afraid because the Holy Spirit works in us and through us and will teach us and speak through us of what we are to say and how we are to answer we don't do so with arrogance. We don't, do, we don't use the truth as a weapon. It's always the truth in love, but the truth always. Because if you really wish to be free, you can't be free unless you walk in the truth. Lies, the easy way out, the avoidance behavior, that doesn't bring us freedom. And that's not, that's not seeking peace, it's called cowardice. We have to have courage and boldness. Boldness is not arrogance. It's not boldness about ourselves. It's not proclaiming ourselves. It's proclaiming what God has, the Father has done in Jesus Christ and has done for us. Taken away our sins and washed us of our guilt through his death and resurrection. And that is the good news. That's the best of news for each of us 
is destined for heaven if only we open our whole being to the Holy Spirit and faithfully follow Christ. So let us today and in all the days that the Lord may grant us, let us acknowledge Christ before all, the truth about Christ as Son of God and Savior of the world, always in love, but always the truth. And in proclaiming that truth, we shall truly be free and be a blessing to all around us. And Almighty God will receive us when our earthly pilgrimage is ended for all eternity. God bless you.